0: We're going to in a moment uh, worship together, but um, the Bible says see and everything in them. So that means that God made uh, everything that is as far as the most powerful um, uh, telescope can see. God made it all. As small as the most powerful microscope, um, God made it all. As deep as the most technologically advanced submarine uh, can reach, God made it all. Everything we can see, everything we can't see, God made it all. And so we're going to worship him now. So why don't you stand? I'm going to pray. I'm going to hand over to Tom and the worship team. And so father god we say wow wow you are amazing you made the heavens and the earth the sea and everything in it and you are so good we worship you because you are mighty and powerful and you deserve all of our worship this morning amen amen fantastic annie Annie, what have you got for us? I've got a game.
1: Ooh, I'll say it again with the mic. I've got a game for us all. Yay, amazing. Now, it's a picture reveal game. I don't know if you've ever seen one of those where the things sort of appear bit by bit and you have to guess what it is. Now, is anyone brave enough to play this on the stage with me? Because otherwise we'll just turn into little, no. Okay, just turn to the person next to you then and we will play this game together. Okay, now I've got a little clicker. Huh, I can do this. Okay, so it's like this, and one little tail will be revealed, and you need to guess what it is, okay? So here's the first one. Turn to the person next to you. I don't want to hear anything. We've changed the rules now. Okay, this has a... Cow, Okay, this is not going to work for me. That's fine. Okay, next Next one. What is this one? Turn to the person next to you. I don't want to hear it How loud, I've made this too easy. I thought this was really tricky. Okay, how about this one, Uh uh-huh. Okay, and the last one. Oh, you see, it's getting harder, isn't it? Okay, now, would you like, this is the crucial bit to my talk, guys, so that you need to listen, would you like a second chance? Would you like to see a few more pictures to check whether you were right? Yes, you would, brilliant, I'm loving this. Okay, let's go back to the first one. Now, I heard a lot of people shout this, I, thought, I think I made that one a little bit too easy. But what is it? It's a cow, amazing. Did anyone guess what that one was? Who wants to guess? A horse, any other guesses? Lion. A lion, oh, shall we check? What are we thinking? Oh, it's a horse. Very good, very good. And now how about this one? It's getting harder. Who wants to guess what this one might be based on this one picture? Okay, what do you want to say? A llama, llama. okay. Oh. Sheep and llama, would you like a second chance? Good, what would you like to say now? On that first picture, Lara? Amazing, okay, last one. You can see the theme that we're going with. Any guesses on this one? Anyone I haven't heard from yet? No, no, I know you, yes. A monkey, anyone who doesn't think it's a monkey? I'm only calling on people who have their hands on. Okay, yes, Abby. A mouse, okay, monkey or mouse, what do we reckon? Oh, it's a mouse. Very good, very good, well done everyone. Now, it felt good to get a second chance, didn't it? It felt good to not be just stuck on one, one decision that you made earlier. In today's story, we will hear about someone who got a second chance, which is why we played this game. We're going to learn about a guy called Jonah today. Uh, and he was a prophet. Now, last chance up to put your hands up. Who knows what a prophet is and wants to tell me? Who knows what a prophet is? Anyone? Because we're going to learn it in a minute if you don't know. Does anyone know? Oh, no one knows. Caleb. It's a very special person, yes. Oh, Peter Hatton, he knows what a prophet is. Tell us, Peter. A seer. A seer, okay, interesting. Who tells the truth. Yes, we're getting there, brilliant. Yes. Wonderful, a person who brings messages from God. That's exactly right, wonderful. Now Matt is going to tell us the story of Jonah.
2: Thank you, honey. We've got a little uh, pictorial graphical representation as well. Are you ready for the story, everybody? Here we go. Once there was a man called Jonah. He was a prophet, which means he gave messages from God to people. One day, God told him to go to the city of Nineveh and to tell them to stop doing really bad things. But Jonah did not want to go to Nineveh. He did not like the people there, and he wanted God to punish them, not forgive them. So he ran away to the town of Joppa by the seaside. He saw a ship going far away to a faraway place and decided to buy a ticket and get on it. He thought God would not be able to find him there. When Jonah got onto the ship, he was feeling very tired. And so he decided to go straight to sleep. And he didn't know it, but up above on deck, a terrible, terrible storm had begun. A great wind was blowing the ship around on the waves, and it was about to be broken into pieces. The captain and his men were throwing things into the sea to try and stop the boat from sinking. But it wasn't working. All the men were praying to their gods when the captain noticed that Jonah was still asleep. He woke him up and told him to pray to his god for help. Jonah explained that the storm was his fault. God had sent it to stop Jonah from running away. If you throw me overboard, Jonah said, the storm will stop. Hmm. Well, the men didn't want to do this, and they kept trying to save the ship from sinking. But the storm became worse and worse until finally the captain and his men decided to throw Jonah over the side into the water. They asked God to forgive them and then tossed him overboard. (laughs) Immediately, the sea became calm and the men thanked God. But meanwhile, Jonah sank deeper and deeper into the water. But God had prepared a big fish to find him and swallowed him up. Jonah was now safe inside the belly of the big fish. And he began to thank God for saving him from drowning in the sea. And at the same time, he realized how silly it was to try and run away from God. And then God told the fish to give a big cough. Can everyone do a big cough? One, two, three. We couldn't do that a few years ago, could we? What with uh, masks and all that kind of stuff. And Jonah poof, shot out of his mouth onto Drayland. He was very happy to be out of the big fish. So God told, Nineveh, God told Jonah to go to Nineveh and tell the people to stop being bad. So this time, second chance... Jonah did as he was told. When he arrived at the city he began to tell all the men, women and children that God was very sad about all the bad things they were doing. The people were very upset and when they heard Jonah's words and soon uh, when they heard Jonah's words and soon everyone including the king prayed to God and said they were sorry. The people of Nineveh started loving God. They learned to do what God said and to stop running away from him just like Jonah, they have been given a second chance. That's the end of our story.
1: Okay, so Jonah, crazy story, huh? Quite a crazy story, and it doesn't really feel like a situation that I personally can relate to. I don't know about you, but I don't think God is going to ask me to go on a ship tomorrow or to a faraway country Um, full of people who've been cruel to my friends and family. Do you think that might happen to you tomorrow? Hopefully not. Um, So why are we thinking about this story of Jonah today? What can we learn from Jonah's mistakes? And what can we learn about what God is like? That's what we're going to be thinking about together for the next few minutes. So let's go right back to the beginning of the story. In the first two verses, it says this. One day long ago, God's word came to Jonah, Amittai's son. Up on your feet and on your way to the big city of Nineveh. Preach to them. They are in a bad way, and I can't ignore it any longer. Isn't it amazing that God speaks? I just find that wonderful. God is not silent or absent. He is interested in our lives, and he speaks. The problem here is that Jonah just didn't like what he was told. God told him to go 500 miles east to the most horrendous people he knew and to tell them that God loved them and that God would forgive them if they said sorry. The Ninevites had done so many horrible things and Jonah just didn't think it was fair that God would want to save them. So he tries running away from God, which is really not a good idea, is it? Because you can't really run away from God and just see where that bad choice lands him. In all sorts of trouble, as we just heard. A stormy sea being thrown in the water, spending three days in the smelly tummy of a big fish, only to still be going to Nineveh three days later, probably quite smelly, and looking a little bit yellow from all the fish' stomach pickle juices. <laughs> Listening to God in the first place would have been the much better option, don't you think? Now, I know for a fact that God still speaks now. He speaks in many different ways, in fact through our thoughts and imagination, through other people, through the Bible. That's a really good place to go. If you've never heard God speak, read the Bible. It's called God's Word for a reason. Through our feelings sometimes or through an audible voice. So lots of different ways. And for me, often God speaks through worship songs and he might pop them into my head when I'm feeling a bit lonely or he might give me a Bible verse for someone when I'm praying for them. So I know that God speaks in many different ways. And I want you to do something really brave now. If you've ever heard God speak, just to show it's not just me, hopefully. If you've ever heard God speak in one of those ways or another way, could you be super brave and put your hand up? And I'm not going to ask you to share what it is. Whoa, look around you guys. God is speaking. God is still speaking today. Thank you. You can put your hands down again. Now. When God speaks, we also call it catching in kids' church, don't we? We chat to God and then we catch back from Him. And I want to demonstrate this with some little balls I found at the back of kids' church yesterday. So, who would like? Actually, I already asked Bethia, didn't I? Bethia, do you want to come and show me whether you're better at catching than I am at throwing? <laughs> um, we'll see how this goes. So, let's pretend for a minute that you're Jonah, okay? So you're going to be not very good at catching, but not very good at actually doing what you're hearing. So I'm going to give you this. Okay, so, Jonah, go to the city of Nineveh and tell the people there that I love them and I want to rescue them. Oh, oh no. Jonah caught from God. He heard it, but then he just chose to ignore it. Now, let's think about a few other scenarios because I've got a lot of balls here. Maybe, and this is something that, you know, I feel like I've probably done in the past. I've seen someone sitting alone and God said, hey, I want that person to know that they are loved and that they shouldn't feel, feel, feel sad. Please, can you go over and talk to them? Or I read in the Bible that I should be generous and share what I have and that I should trust God, that he will give me all that I have. But when the chance comes along to bless someone with what I have, I chose not to trust God. Sad Sorry. Or maybe there was the perfect moment to tell someone about Jesus for the first time. And I felt that nudge from God, come on, Annie, say something. And yeah, again, I just didn't listen. I don't know if you've ever, maybe it's just me, and I really shouldn't be up here if that's, if it's just me. But I feel like I'm probably not on my own, am I? We can all remember, I think, when we've been friends with God for a long time, we can all remember times when we just didn't follow that nudge from God. And we learn from Jonah that ignoring God's voice can be costly. Stay up here for a minute longer. Um, When Jonah realizes that it was silly to put God's word in the, in the bin, um, he worships in the whale's tummy, doesn't he? He realizes that it was silly to, to run away from God and to ignore his word. He says, thank you to God for rescuing him. God shows mercy to Jonah, and the whale spits him out. Jonah gets a second chance, go to the people of Nineveh and tell them that I love them, and this time, He doesn't throw it in the bin, does he? Yes. He uses that second chance. So you can just keep hold of that ball. That would be brilliant. He listens and the people of Nineveh get to hear from God, turn their lives around and um, live completely different lives. Our God is a God of second chances. Can we say that together? Our God is a God of second chances. Now, what does that mean for us? When we mess up and we don't listen to God... It can be costly, but not all is lost. Our God is a God of endless second chances. And if you are feeling a bit sad about the size or the contents of your own catch pin this morning, then I want to say this to you. Not all is lost. Don't live in shame over what you've missed in the past. God is willing to give you chance after chance if you need it. Just ask him. He welcomes us with open arms when we turn back to him. To finish, I want to say this. When God gives us a job to do, it is usually to be part of something amazing, like making someone's day, telling someone about Jesus, feeling close to him when we're feeling lonely, or perhaps even saving an entire nation like Jonah. You never know. So let's use those words that God gives us, Um, and we can be part of his wonderful plan. Right. I think Betha deserves a big thank you for her wonderful catching skills. Thank you.